Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for October 9th through 13th. Just a little heads up. We are recording via Zoom. Um, I guess I'll just do a quick little sneak peek of my reality check. I made, met James Patrick Stewart yesterday, and we'll talk about that at the end of the show. And I'm alive. <laughs> you lived to talk about it. That's impressive. I did. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's going to be a hard one to not just jump into because, like, I I wanted to text you so many things, and then I'm like, nope, nope, I got to save it, got to save it. So I'm in the car. JD is driving. I am in the passenger seat. Um, not going to have as many technical difficulties as we did with the Grand Canyon, but there is a chance that we're going to go. Well, we are going to go through a tunnel at some point. So we'll deal with that when we get there. All right. All right. So for Port Charles Pipeline, um, we did get an email. Are you still can you still see me? Because I had to pull up my email. I can't see you, but I can hear you. So we're good. OK. All right. Um. Good day. Joss and Michael is the subject. Good day. I listened to your 10 to 23 podcast and you seem to have forgotten that Joss has every right to hate Ava other than following her mom. Ava is one of the reasons Morgan is dead. She switched out the medication, which led to his spiral and death. Joss knows, knows this. And that's why a few years ago she read, she read Ava for filth. Why should she hate the woman that, help cause her brother to die child or not also i don't see michael is controlling by voicing his opinions i don't think we forget that joss hates ava for that reason but joss uses that as her reason when no one is accepting all of her other reasons right but i mean i mean if um ava could get over nina cutting a baby out of her stomach then i guess joss can move on from uh Ava being the reason that Morgan died. Let's just be honest. 
99% of the people in Port Charles are horrible people and have done horrible, horrible things. It's just funny yeah. when they pick and choose who and why to forgive. Right. But yeah, like if the very first thing she was saying is, but Morgan, but Morgan, but Morgan, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm glad that they're having Joss mature. And so I think that that's what we saw this week of she can hold her grudge against Ava for all of her reasons, but she also has to acknowledge the good that Ava has done for Trina and that she knows that Ava loves Avery. Right, exactly. And I don't know. I mean, we talk, we've talked about the Michael thing. Because the thing is, if he handled her work stuff the way that he handled them going to the wedding, right, is totally different. Yeah. Then, I don't know. We can just agree to disagree. Yes. Um, and then I'm going to start just saying what we're doing for the 411 during the Port Charles pipeline. So that kind of just makes sense. Okay. Um, so last week, we wound up re-releasing our episode of Lois for very obvious reasons. <laughs> and so this week, we are going to be releasing the episode about Harmony. Yes. But also, thank you to the people who sent the emails with do not open this. If you have not watched this episode in the subject line, really, really appreciate that. Just the email is maybe press enter a few times (laughs) because I have the preview thing that pops up for the text but no really really appreciate um when people send the email saying don't open this you haven't watched this episode yet (laughs) because yes so do you just want to get started talking about lois sure but you didn't read the hulu headlines oh my gosh i didn't oh shoot and hold it i'm on okay hold on hold on hold on you want me to pull them up do you need me to pull them up hold on uh i forgot about that thanks I didn't put it on the itinerary or the agenda. That's okay. I just we normally make fun of how non-descriptive they are. And yeah. Okay. Uh, Monday, Chase opens up. Nina gets a welcome surprise. Finn warns Gregory. Cyrus suffers a setback. That is a tough sentence to say. And Lucy makes a big decision. Tuesday was preempted. Wednesday, Stella, Stella acclimates Felicia. Lois returns, so yeah, it's there. It's there. Trina, Trina catches up with Curtis and Marshall. Elizabeth makes a confession. Spencer gets an update on Nicholas. Thursday, Jocelyn is blind. Concerns about Ava grow. Austin is blackmailed. Willow is unsettled, and Scott takes on a new client. Yeah. And then on Friday, Selena visits Curtis, Portia shares career news, Joss and Dex seek Spinelli's help, Michael is left reeling. I feel like reeling is not the right word for that. I feel like reeling is like when you're hysterical and right. almost unwinding. All right, we are coming up on the tunnel right this second. Okay. Well, maybe not this second, but like within five seconds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Sunny and Nina's wedding day arrives. Uh-huh. All right. So now we're going through the tunnel. So so I tried to hold my breath through this on the way out. I do not have the lungs I used to when I was younger. You're a child. And that one is like the exceptionally long tunnel. It is. But I feel like I used to be able to do it. 
I don't think you could. I'm sorry. I'm doubting you. When I was younger, who knows? If you're listening still, because it hasn't cut out, do you hold your breath through tunnels? Did you when you were younger? Did you ever do the holding your breath through a graveyard, like passing a cemetery? No. And I think the tunnel thing is just a Pittsburgh thing because I am from Ohio. And whenever we would come in, we'd come in through the city and I was never told to hold my breath. I used to take all my Cabbage Patch kids and put them up to the window so they could see the lights because it was cool that there was a tunnel with lights in it. Aww, your Cabbage Patch kids got a show. See, I don't know if it was just a Pittsburgh thing because I feel like my cousins from Massachusetts are the ones that introduced me to it and my aunt. Okay. Well, maybe if it's just on, on like that side that you have to go through all the tunnels to get to Pittsburgh, then you know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Have tunnels at least the way that I came from Ohio until we hit Pittsburgh. That is true. Maybe, maybe. All right, we are out now, so let's get back to it. All right, now do we want to get started with Lois? Now that we've done the Hulu headlines, yes. So here's the thing. Yay! I wish that they had not released at all that she was coming back because the end of Monday's episode, you just saw the nails. And even though I had found out that she was coming back, which made me not very happy, right? you wouldn't have known that it was Rena. Mm-hmm. And then on Tuesday's episode, as Eddie was having the flashback, then by her profile, you knew. Yes, yes. They could have done such a great job with her reveal. I was also annoyed with everything that she said when she walked in because she's like, oh, I saw online that my baby girl was in trouble. So I just had to come. Um, Your baby girl had her throat slit a couple years ago and you didn't come. You didn't show up. I think she needed you more then than she needed you now because she lost a job. And Brooklyn really didn't even call or text and say, hey, mom, so um, this news is going to come out about me. Right, right. I, I I know. I saw that that was weird. But I mean, she stepped right back into that role. And her, the last time we saw Rena Sofer was October 2nd, 1997. Amanda, neither wow. of us had kids yet. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I mean, I had tears in my eyes watching it obviously but when i looked that up i'm like neither amanda or i had kids wow the last time that rena was on the show so i'm i'm looking forward to seeing what she does mm-hmm. i, I love it's gonna be amazing the reunion between her and olivia was great the fact that brooklyn was like no no you should stay here with granny she'll love it was great and then the fact that eddie was like i know you but i know you for more than just what everyone told me i should know you i still don't want her to be the one that the song's about though wait i I don't think he even said i know you more than what they said i should because she's like well i would hope so i have your child like i'm your daughter's mother (laughs) she didn't recognize her in the photos and that's the that's the other thing that's kind of like a ah, really what what happened here yeah exactly but i'll take it I'll, the second that lois was like so who turned you in or who did that to you and brooklyn just kind of like looked at tracy and she was like oh no 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 <laughs> but she calls olivia vivi and olivia calls her lolo yeah 
I could be wrong. Have we ever heard that they knew each other? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because when they talk about Sonny and Bensonhurst, um, they like all grew up there, obviously. So they've talked about that before. That's what I was wondering. And I'm like, why do I not remember Olivia at least saying, yeah, I remember. Because I know that she talks about the fact that she knows her grandmother. Yeah. But if she actually knew Lois or not. So, yay. Yes. So she's back. We'll see what happens. I'm excited. I felt like we didn't get enough of her, but I'm hoping this week is all about Lois. Oh, it has. I mean, we have to have more of her this week. There is absolutely. I know it's supposed to be a limited time, but. But did you know that Valentine was supposed to be killed off like very early on? He on and um, like be there during the Nicholas death thing. And then he was supposed to be killed. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I read that somewhere as I was stalking this week. <laughs> it's not, not stalking, it's um, researching, researching. As I was researching. <laughs> that's that's right. I was researching. He sad out Tony. I, I know. We will get to that in a few minutes. <laughs> researching, though. So, are you, are, so Lois was, I feel like Lois was the big thing for us because we love Lois. But there wasn't really more to say about that yet until we see what the relationship with her and Tracy and Ned slash Eddie is going to be. So, well, I did think it was funny when Tracy went in. Was it Tracy went in? Yeah, Tracy went in to talk to Ned in the um, the conservatory. Yeah. And he's like, what the heck is happening out there? The solarium. Sorry, the solarium. And she's like, I don't know, a Bensonhurst reunion. He's like, a what? <laughs> she's like, go see for yourself. But before that, Olivia had been talking to him. And yes. they were talking about like piecing something together. And he's he's like, well, I don't know about psychics or whatever. And she's like, you never know. I thought that was a fun little yeah. throwback to Olivia, the Bensonhurst medium thing. Yes. <sighs> but I'm, I'm glad saying- that your first thought, though, whenever she said, I read in the paper. And it's like, yeah, but your daughter being sl- like almost killed was not enough reason. Because she kept going on about it. Like, they, I think she said it three or four times. If my baby girl needs me, if my baby girl needs me. And it's like, please stop saying that because you were not here when she needed you. Well, and but. so I re- I did re-listen to the episode of that we did on Lois for the 411. And we were dead set on she was coming because Ned had said she's on her way from Australia. And it was not even ever mentioned. And the thing is, it was 2020. So it would have been totally understandable if Lois had at least stopped by the hospital. But we didn't see her. Yeah, right. It just didn't happen. Nope. Yeah, they dropped the ball with that one. But But what I was most excited about this week is I'm waiting for you to tell me that I'm right about Cyrus. Oh, (laughs) him talking to Laura. Okay, so hold it, hold it. Let's go back to the beginning with Cyrus. Where... My notes are kind of all over the place. So first we see Cyrus meet with the... Um, oh, oh the God. warden, yes. Thank you. I could not think of the word. They met with the warden. The warden said that she's leaving for Texas because she's now going to oversee the whole state of Texas and all their their jail system. And then who did he talk to first about getting released? Was it... Scott was his, so he's Scott's new client. Right. Was it the next day we just saw him 
in court and Austin was in the hallway and he was like, I know Austin will say the right thing or something like that. I'll be honest. I feel like I didn't watch anything this week. Okay. I just wasn't sure if I had missed something or hadn't remembered something because yeah it seemed like they went from that to the next time that we saw him he was standing outside the judge's chambers and austin was there ready to make his medical testimony and then in walked scott and was like you paid me a hefty amount but i still can't promise that you're gonna get to have early parole because of all the horrible things that you did and it's like i'm sure you'll try your hardest blah 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 and so then they get into the judge's chambers and Austin says that he cannot see Cyrus being able to hurt anyone because he's so weak now from his massive heart. So then Scott gives his, you know, oh, he's a changed man. He donated all his money. He's found God. He's been preaching to the inmates here, blah, 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 blah. And then you see him with Laura and Laura's like, hey, and you know that he's just evil at that point still. He brought up so many good points, though, that he and Sonny are both in the same line of business and he is revered and she has a good relationship with Sonny and everyone makes him the villain and not Sonny. And I was like, that's such a good point. But then we see. I don't care, Cyrus. But then, okay, so we see him leaving. I think we still have to see him with evil because I still feel like the warden is manipulating him. The warden is not manipulating him to have Ava kidnapped so that Sonny behaves. So they did say when Austin and Mason were talking, Cyrus was leaving. I hate doing the ending before how we got there. Cyrus leaving Pentonville and then going back and forth between him and Sonny and Mina. Did you think we were going to have another clank boom? Oh, yes. I did wonder why they kept going back and forth. Like, they were hyping that up, and then nothing happened. And it was like, I know. what were you waiting for? I was waiting for his car to blow up. That would have been great. Shut up. No, it would not have. I would have been so happy. No, because, no, no. We need an ending to this. We cannot have this be open-ended. No, because what the ending could have been is that while Cyrus was in jail, someone else stepped up for him and was calling the shots and they didn't want Cyrus out of jail so that they could be the big boss. And so they blew Cyrus up. But we need to know if you are 100% right or not. I am. I just am. But he hasn't done the things that make you on. I think you're like 95%. Okay. I feel like I'm taking a paternity test with you here. It's not always 100, okay? Um, Okay. <laughs> no, we need to see him do the bad thing, and then it can be a hundred percent. Okay. As of right now, he has not done the bad thing. You are not going to accept that he is working alone on his own, unless it's like a letter that he writes out, "I, Cyrus, am working alone, doing all these bad things." But he's not working alone. The warden is working over him. The warden's going to Texas. She doesn't care anymore. Oh, yeah, she's, she's ready not- to. She's she's blowing up the town behind her. Nope. She said, I don't care. I'm leaving. We shall see. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll wait another week or so for you to tell me that I'm right. Listen, it's going to be perfect when I do. Okay. <laughs> oh, so Ava's in the basement, though. She is. She's in the basement. And she, she's just banging on the pipes. Like, that's going to get her out. So Mason kidnapped her. I guess we should have. Well, we knew that from the end of last week, right? She did that last week. Yes. And then... 
this week we see where she went and it was the basement, but one of Sonny's guys went and beat up Austin. Mm-hmm, yeah. Dex was like, I need some information. But then Mason went to see Austin and walked right into him talking to TJ and TJ's putting together. So I do think that we're onto something with Mason was probably there when TJ was um, kidnapped. Right. Yes. I thought that too. He hesitated for a few minutes too long. Like, wait, who are you? You're a truck driver. Okay. Yeah. But then, and then that's when they started talking about Cyrus and the boss separately and not how we, I think most of us perceived it as, wait a second, are they trying to pull that Cyrus is pulling the strings or who knows? Maybe Cyrus has a boss too. I don't think he does. But I am now even more convinced that it's Olivia Drew. <laughs> okay. Or, or, or could it be Delia? Oh, that'd be great. That would be great. What if Delia turned? That would be, I would love that twist. Because that could also be, we never, Ava never got a hold of her mom for that date, right? Right. Ooh, what if it's Delia? I like that. Okay. Or maybe there's another Jerome sister we're not aware of. Or perhaps it's Faith Roscoe. make up another one this is my long lost cousin oh she's also a mob boss you know some things just come naturally to some families (laughs) but dex and so pilar goes to see joss and say hey we haven't seen ava have you seen her i thought that was weird i thought that was weird that she went to joss like i get it they're gonna be the ones to figure it out hopefully and dex has that background that he like knew how to let's start a timeline and let's pull the camera footage and all those questions but it still felt weird to me that she was like oh i didn't want to go to carly she has so much on her plate like carly would drop anything for the kids so she would want to know that avery was not picked up and she would want Avery back she would not leave avery with the nanny on days that was not the nanny's day but carly has way more resources than joss too right so i just so, but i liked that joss knew to go to the house and they investigated that talked to the butler and he, i like him he was, <laughs> he's like i found a lollipop or or Joss said, I found a lollipop in Ava's cell phone. And he was like, I cleaned up a broken martini glass. I'm not sure what all that has to do with each other. Then they went to Spinelli, which made me super happy. Right. And he, they looked at all the footage of all the cameras on Windermere. Ava put in cameras. Yep. <laughs> yes, finally. Hooray. <laughs> she can put that in her seller's disclosures. There you go. New security system. <laughs> But they still couldn't get a good picture of him. They did get that the car was registered to the trucking company from Pawtuck. And Spinelli's trying to help them find where this car would have gone with Ava in it. But Dex real- recognized Mason. Yes, yes. And they put together... And the- it was a grape lollipop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what What is it about grape that makes Mason want to do evil things? I don't know. I want to know how they like got that idea. If he just walked on set the one day and was like, oh, sorry, I forgot. I had a lollipop. Let me put this down. And they were like, it's fine. We'll just make it part of your character. I like that, though. I mean, it's kind of like Ava and her martini. Yeah, it's funny. But I don't I don't know. They have to let Ava go. They're going to have to let Ava go. There's too many people yeah. looking for her. That's suspicious. Like, that was the worst person to take. Right. Um... 
And I guess real quick, we could just say that. So TJ was kind of asking Portia, hey, so heard that Terry was asking you to be co-chief of staff. And she's like, yeah, I'm taking it. And then she goes home. Selena had stopped by with a fruit basket. Yeah, Stella was having it. I loved it. Yep. And Stella was, mm mm-mm. Nope. She's like, Portia, take this back to the hospital. We don't need this crap here. Yep. Trina went just earlier in the week and gave him the rundown of New York. I appreciate the fact that they're talking. Right. But we need Taggart in this storyline. The last thing we saw of Taggart was him drinking and breaking down. Right. Right. What has he been, what has he, he been doing? Exactly. She should at least be talking to him. Again, if we can't get the actor for some reason right now, it should be a phone call. Hey, Dad, just wanted to tell you I got back safe from New York. Right. I can't wait to tell you all about my trip. Whatever. Even if they wanted to show like his phone ringing with like an empty alcohol bottle next to it, you still wouldn't have to show him and we'd get the point like, oh, no, he's also more drinking. Right. Right. Oh, but yes, that'd be so. <laughs> oh, that's so heartbreaking. But you're right. Yeah. They could have given us some type of information. Yeah. Uh, but Felicia was getting uh, orientated yes. this week. I'm I'm waiting for some good flashbacks. I'm wondering if that her starting that job is how we're going to get into Bobby. <laughs> I'm sorry that that makes you sad, but because she, she was sitting on that no, bench. No, but it's going to be because it's going to. Oh, shoot, we're going to have to watch that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you know what they can do? What? They could have somebody in a wig, but they could have Tony welcoming her. Oh, that would be cute. Yeah, to just show okay. like the behind. Yeah. <laughs> Stop crying. yet. <laughs> I'm not ready. And now that the writers are off strike, I mean, it's going to happen soon. It like it has to. And that just seems like that would make sense because she's starting to reminisce already. And so as she gets further into this job, it will make sense for all of those flashbacks. Yeah. So. Man. Sorry that you're so upset. Well, no, because that was such a good idea. I like that. (laughs) I hadn't thought about that, but that's that's a really because what if Stella doesn't actually know her story? Right. And then she shares yeah. all of those things. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like it. All right. Here, we can go on to something not necessarily happier, but a little more spunkier. Lucy? Yes. Yes. She finally made the right decision. She brought, they rallied the troops. Maxie tried to kind of keep them at bay until she knew what the heck was going on right and then lucy came in and i mean and earlier scott said to maxi you can't ask her to give up that one percent exactly and she's like yes i can if this is the livelihood of all these people and she didn't even pull the kid card which yeah. she absolutely has a hundred percent right to be like hey by the way so i need to feed my kids mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but so, that was a sweet sweet speech that uh, Lucy gave about how they're a family and they're going to pull together and that they'll at least get to retain 49%. I like how she said that, you know, I'd be hurting my very best friend in the whole wide world. And then she was like, and working with Maxie, she's become one of mine too. So it's not, 
just it's my friend's daughter. It's she's respecting Maxie as an adult and not. And, I, and I'm, I don't think Lucy has ever disrespected Maxie during right. their partnership. So made that distinction that, you know, Maxie's also my friend. It's not just my friend's kid, which I don't like I said, I don't think she's put that vibe on her or vibe with her. Right. But, you know, obviously, I mean, she poached her from Nina. So obviously she respects her as a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Lucy decided that she was going to take the deal and she's going to give up her 1% of ELQ. Wow. I'm very curious to see how this all goes down. Yeah. But I'm glad she made the right decision and we'll see what happens next. Hopefully they'll be able to prove that she's lying that uh, Tracy's lying and Lucy won't have to give back her 1%, but I'm glad to see that she made the right decision because she was sounding very selfish there. I don't think it matters that Tracy, Tracy's not lying. She does own the rights to that. She's just not the one who created it, but she bought it. I don't know. Does that matter? I mean, I would imagine you then are the owner of the entire process. I don't know how that works. I don't know. So I guess we shall see. We shall. What else? Oh, Yuri's back. Yeah. Let's talk about that. That was cute. He was and they mentioned Monica. Yes. Yes. He didn't want to have to tell his old employer that he got a new job. That was cute. That was very sweet. Oh, and Liz's confession, um, she told Terry that it was her and Finn in the shower. But they weren't hooking up. They kissed. Give me a break. Amy needs to but I did love how Liz told her that was such a that was such a best friend way. And she's like, by the way, Amy needs some new gossip because they weren't having sex in the shower. And Terry's like, how do you know? And she's like, because it was me and Finn. And then just bounces away. <laughs> and Terry's like, what? yes, yes. She's like, That's I how I would drop something like that. <laughs> right. It was very cute. And they're supposed to have dinner together. Yes setting up dinner oh so i guess that brings us to chase because this was we finally got to see chase after tracy broke it to him last week and brooklyn sat with him for a while and then gregory showed up and then finn showed up and they had a nice little family reunion well while gregory was telling chase finn was no while chase was telling brooklyn finn was telling gregory hey chase knows I legit don't think Tracy knew that she did not know. Right, right. You know, it's obviously there's going to be feelings there, but. It seemed like by the end of the week, they had talked everything out because when Finn went there, he was like, oh, sorry, I'll leave you guys alone. And Chase was like, no, get in here. And so then they were talking about the different symptoms and what to expect and all that. So, yeah, I did like that. Finn was like, I'm high. I'm after this because Chase was beating himself up. Yes, yes. Yeah. And Finn's like, no, I had I had no idea either. They were all isolated incidents. Why would you put it together and think the worst? Right. I mean, not to discount what Gregory's going through, but I mean, I've sat on my lake too long sometimes and almost fallen or one time I did fall. And it's kind of a funny story. Actually, I I meant to tell this to Darren when we were talking about uh, have you ever been in a production or like a play or whatever i was the virgin mary in fifth or sixth grade and 
Joseph and I sat kneeling next to Jesus the entire time. And it was like a comedy play up until the very end when he and I got up to tell the story of Christ's birth. Uh huh. The second I stood up, I fell flat on my butt <gasps> because my leg was asleep. That's funny. But he's right. I mean, it's in, thank goodness my reverend was sitting kind of like right in front and you know he kind of we locked eyes for a second but when darren was talking about you know stuff happens while you're doing it you like you just have to move on from it and i'm like yeah i i did <laughs> anyway i'm sorry that's not to discount what gregory's going through but i'm just saying you know like that's an isolated an isolated incident didn't mean that i had something wrong with me right right exactly so so, yeah, um, I like that little family moment of them together. I'm not looking forward to them telling Violet, though. That's going to be sad. No, 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 not at all. I mean, maybe they have a while to tell her, you know, maybe I don't know. I don't know what the right decision would ever be in that situation. It's like, do you wait until he is getting to the point where he is losing his motor skills mm-hmm. more, you know? Right. It's like there's this movie that uh, John Cusack was in. I forget forget the name of it, but his wife was in the military and she was killed. And so he took the kids to Disney. Oh, okay. Because he wanted them to have one last good memory before he ruined their life, like ruined their world. Yeah. So, you know, do they do something like that? Right. So I don't know. Um, Where can we go from there? Isn't all that's left stupid Sonny and Nina? I think so. Hold on. Yeah, it is. Okay. Okay. So she was super cute when they came on the plane. Sure. Her reaction. Okay. Cynthia Watros was super cute when they came on the plane. I mean, yes, but no, I, I just don't like her. There's nothing you can say. I felt like they were rushing like all of the conversations. Like Donna is freaking adorable she is the cutest little actress ever and like hits her lines perfect but even just the lines with that like oh do i get to call you mama nina now like that's i don't know to be fair avery has that so maybe she sees her but so she sees her sister having this and now she's like oh cool i get to have something that my big sister does and that's how i thought of that if, if it was, if she had never been exposed to that before, that would have been weird. Right, right. No, I guess that she's trying to be like her big sister, but I still felt like it was a little soon for all of that. And that Nina, that was a conversation Nina was having without Sonny. Like maybe that's not what he was expecting her to be called yet or wasn't ready for that or whatever. And she's just oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah, okay, call me. Mama and Nina, whenever, you know, I'm going to be your other extra mommy or whatever she said. I can't remember. It was and then after the wedding, she called her mama Nina. And I was just like, oh, so. And then on the plane, they were talking. OK, as an organized person, I am so sick of people talking to us like it is a bad thing. <laughs> it really is so annoying because. <laughs> It's uh, not a bad thing, but people like make fun of us. It's not like I put anyone down for not being as organized as I am. It's not I like know. I walk around and go, oh my gosh, how are you so disorganized? How do you even deal with yourself? But people think it's okay to say that to us. No, <laughs> people having good traits is not a bad thing. 
I mean, I was kind of on Christina's side of, oh, it's nice to know someone who seems to have it all together still procrastinates. Thanks, Nina. But Willow was right there on your side of, yes, I am that organized and I need to be because no one else in my life is. So you're Willow. (laughs) So maybe we need to think more about the reasons why as being the bad things rather than the fact that she rallies and pulls it together. That's fine. I never badmouth being organized. I wish I could be. I just can't. (laughs) No, but I have definitely had many people, even just, I don't know, people do it all the time. You know, like they badmouth good things. Yeah. That other people, and I know that it's their own jealousy and their own intimidation and everything, but it's just really rude to do that. Right. And it's like, no, unless someone is walking around giving you a hard time, right? Well, I mean, to be fair, I've even told him, I'm like, as long as you have your own way of being organized, as long as it's working. Right. We talked about this last week, whenever you were talking about your son getting stuff done, as long as his way works and it gets done, then that's fine. Right. It just has to get done. Right. Like you have six different piles in front of you, as long as that system works for you and it, and it doesn't become somebody else's issue to compensate for yeah all right moving on but willow even said it because christina's like oh maybe that's why you and michael get along so well and she's like "Mm, no your brother is not organized at all right right but then michael and sunny discussed the decision to come and michael said well it was willow's decision Yes. And that was the right way to come about it. Cause Sonny was like, well, I'm sure you influenced her. And he was like, no, I told her to make her decision. And if she had wanted to come and I didn't, she could have come on her own. Or if I wanted to come and she didn't, then I would have gone on my own. But instead we both said, yes, we wanted to be here. So we're here. Yeah. And then Christina tells Michael dad's in love. Like it's the first freaking time. Can we just stop? Thinking that Sonny is going to marry somebody for the rest of his life. It annoys me because Sonny sits and talks about growing up Catholic and being Catholic. And then he's been married like 400 times. There is a process process in the Catholic Church that if you are getting divorced, it's not divorce. It's annulment. And you have to have good reasons more than just I decided I like this other person better. But isn't that only if you want to get remarried Catholic? But then it's a priest every time that he gets married. Is Was it a priest this time? They called him father and he had the collar and he was a priest. Okay. Okay. It's always a priest. And that's why it always makes me mad. Gotcha. Yeah, but, that's, that's never discussed. Yeah. Like, Sonny. Because I feel like after the second time he divorced Carly, by the third time, they'd be like, you know, you're not going to get out of this one again, right? Right, exactly. You can't keep saying, oops, I didn't mean to about the same person six times over. But whatever. Yeah. I mean, Um, we knew it was going to happen. We knew they were going to get married. Right, right, exactly. So we can't really, I don't know. I just, I, I just think it's so funny when he's talking about how, like when they were talking about living together forever. And I mean, it's nice. To be honest, I get to not be jaded at this point is kind of nice. Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, I guess he shouldn't be standing up there saying, I promise to love you till I don't. And we'll be together as long as this lasts. But it also is absurd. Like you're on marriage number 400. Come on. Right. And I mean, Nina's less. So for her to still have hopes of it, 
But how could she not have the doubt of, right. okay, but you, you've said this to how many other women? What makes me different? Exactly. Like, why has that conversation never come up? Right. And you broke up your last marriage because of me. So what happens when someone better than me comes along again? I don't understand it. I don't know. I'm surprised that Michael didn't get, well, Michael got the phone call, but ignored it or got a text and ignored it and then didn't make, didn't answer the phone until after the vowels were already said. I thought that he was going to get the phone call beforehand and they were not going to actually get married. Well, Wiley told him he's on his phone too much. That's true. That is true. So maybe he was trying to avoid it because he didn't want his son calling him out. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I just thought it was funny that then he was on it during the uh, ceremony or during the reception. Yeah. So, but I can't wait for that to all come out. I can't wait for him to blow that. That look. I cannot wait for her to turn around. Yep. After he just like kissed her on the cheek and was like, welcome to the family. She's going to turn around and see that face and be like, "Uh oh, somebody knows something. So do you think he's going to tell her in front of everybody or do you think he will go to Willow privately or do you think he'll go to Sunny privately? Because he's not going to call his mom. No, I think he's going to go to Sunny if there was a way for her to drop the charges, I think that he would have gone to Nina first and been like, listen, you drop this. I'll never say anything. It'll be our secret because I don't want my mm. dad. But there's no way for her to drop this. Like the ball's already rolling. Yeah. So I think he's going to tell Sonny and be like, uh, yeah, you don't know your wife as well as you think you do. <sighs> I know that we don't like Sonny and Nina, but going back to the whole he's been married a bajillion times. I'm also just tired of as soon as someone's married, we blow up their marriage. Yeah. You know, it's because, I mean, that's why she and Valentine didn't work. And that's the thing, too, is that she's not going to realize that. Right. Right. And he was lying to her trying to do something good. Mm hmm. Yep. Still totally messed up. And I definitely did not agree with it. Right. But like he was trying to fulfill something that she desperately wanted yes and she got the friendship that she has with sasha out of it right they, they could have given it a little more time and seen if they could work through things hold on a second are you okay yeah what are you doing oh it's just like my finger started hurt okay <laughs> i don't know it's like out of nowhere i'm just like ow like it's aching oh yeah yeah <laughs> All I hear, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to be editing and I'm going to hear, no, like in the background and nowhere. people are going to be like, what was she out of, doing? Out of nowhere, that last file, I'm just going, oh. okay, well, it just does get picked up <laughs> unless you're dying. And if you're dying, you should not be driving. <laughs> pull over and die on the side of the road, JD. Yeah, oh, I got to pull over. Okay, I got to pull over and die. So she can't hear me dying, so she can finish the podcast. If you are dying, you're allowed so to make noise. Then when the podcast is done, dying. she'll come over and go, are you done? I'll <laughs> uh, know not to die during the recording of the podcast. Exactly. Well, it's okay. Amanda threatened to kill me one time during it, and then she was like, but I can't because I don't know how to post it. Uh, <laughs> she said that you would help her. <laughs> I don't know how to post it. I don't know. I know how to post it. I just don't know where you post it. That is true. Oh, it'd be a special bonus episode. Find it if you can. See how Shannon dies. 
<laughs> Great. Wow. All right. So are we done with General Hospital now that we have? I just was legit asking if you were okay, because you are saying like, ow, ow. And I'm like, I can stop this if you need to. Okay. All right. I'm glad that JD's not dying. Um, yes, I guess we can go into reality check now because until we see what Michael does, there's not really much anything else. The wedding was pretty. The kids were cute. Whatever. The something borrowed, something blue. Oh, Harmony. That's what we saw for a minute. Yes, Harmony yes. talking to uh, Willow, and then it turned out to be Wiley waking her up. Yes. So now we're still wondering what Harmony is trying to save her from. Yes. But that's it, I think. It is. Yes. Uh, the only thing is, so her something old and blue is the necklace. The borrowed is earrings. So is she not going to give Willow back the birthday present that she got from Harmony? Right, right. I thought that was weird, too. And that Shaw thingy that um, uh, Christina gave her with the help of Maxie, that was blue. That would have worked. As it was like Tiffany blue. Yeah, it was Tiffany. So the bracelet could have been something borrowed and she could give it back. Right. <laughs> but Okay. Whatever. All right. Do, do, do. Reality check. So do you want to go first? I'll go first because <laughs> this is more exciting. Um, oh, so last week I talked about how I took Megan to the orthopedic and they put her in a cast. Yeah. So Megan's babysitting last night and the kid that she's babysitting, Megan's distracted texting on her phone, which was a good lesson. And don't be distracted when you're babysitting. But the kid was sitting right next to her playing and he decided it would be a good idea to take a wooden letter and push it in her cast. <laughs> OK, so my eyes are huge right now. What? Yes. So Megan Is tries she okay? So Megan tries to get it out and ends up pushing it further down into her cast. So it's against her like ankle bone and pushing against the cat. So she comes home. Yeah. Comes home all crying and owie, this hurts and my leg is swelling and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, okay. So yesterday I got to pretend to be, well, it was from like three o'clock to like 5.30 this morning. I got to pretend to be an orthopedic surgeon and take off her cast. Oh, man. Ouch. You got, you're making JD cringe over here. Oh, how's it going? So, well, I mean, I got the whole thing off in that matter of hours and put her back in her air cast boot thingy so that... It doesn't move and yelled at her to stay off of it. I'm going to call them tomorrow and I'm assuming that they'll recast her. I don't know. But uh, yeah. And she's like, you know, I know your kids expect you to know a lot of things just because you're mom. But she legit was like, why don't you know how to take this off? And I'm like, because I am not a orthopedic surgeon. I don't have one of their drills, saws, whatever here right now. I'm so sorry. This did not come in the instruction booklet of when you have children, this is how to take a cast off. Do you have a chainsaw? I do not. Uh, that would have been a fun way to scare her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually used a drill, which did kind of scare her at first because I like used a longer bit and I was like, am I touching you? And she's like, mom, you're going to drill my skin. So I ended up using a screwdriver bit, like a flathead screwdriver, knowing okay. that it wasn't long enough that it would go down into her skin just enough to go through the fiberglass to the um 
cotton stuff. And then I used a pair of needle nose pliers and like, like all the little holes that I drilled together and worked it off. So (laughs) I'm sorry, JD. (laughs) If you ever need a cast off, feel free to call me. Good. (laughs) He's cringing. I hope it all goes well. I'm so sorry to hear that. I hope so too. When it all was said and done, she had a nice imprint of the letter U on her leg. So (sighs) was that it? Um, yeah, today we went to see the Taylor Swift movie with the uh Girl Scouts. So that was our fun, exciting the beginning of the Girl Scout year again. And it was a good movie, just like the concert. So that was all I did this weekend. So on Friday, JD and I went to our friend's wedding, and it was like an hour on the other side of Pittsburgh. Yeah. But earlier in the week, so I think, that, I mean, yeah, we've definitely talked about this before that JD used to do some war reenacting. And I believe that I shared that uh, he proposed out in Gettysburg, and like that's one of our favorite places to go when we can. And so last week at some point, like the week before last, actually, he mentioned that Maxwell Caulfield was going to be at the after meet and greet. And for those who are like, I know that name, but who is he? He was Michael Carrington in Greece, too. And he is Rex Manning from Empire Records, among other things. But those tend to be like the two that I can get people to know who he is on. Um, So I was like, oh, that'd be really cool. We should go see him. So then I looked it up and he was going to be there this Sunday, like today the day that we're recording yes and so in my head i was like okay i'm gonna just book a room and when we go home after the wedding i'm just gonna not go home like i was gonna pack extra clothes for us and then surprise him by taking him out to gettysburg which he would have figured out as soon as i missed the exit for the house you know but then last sunday night i was looking at the thing and I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned that James Patrick Stewart was in Gettysburg also. And I saw on their Facebook that he was going to be there. And a lot of the actors were going to be multiple days. And so I'm like, oh, cool. I hope that he's there on Sunday. I still don't know what I'm going to do. And then he was only there for 9 a.m. Saturday. So we are 45 minutes on the other side of Pittsburgh. I'm doing the math. And I'm like, if we leave at 4 a.m. on Saturday from the hotel after a wedding. Uh-huh. At a winery, mind you, which, what do I love? Wine. <laughs> so, I had to leave at 4 o'clock in the morning, and there's many days where I don't put on makeup, even for work. I mean, if I have, like, an appointment or something, I do, but if I'm just going into the office, you know, I don't, I don't do makeup. So... I had a cute outfit and I put on makeup at 4 a.m. And we left in the pouring down rain to go to Gettysburg to get there in time to see James Patrick Stewart. And there were two other guys that were going to be there at the same time. And we were probably, what, 12th, 15th fish in line? Well, the, oh, so I so we brought uh, Gettysburg and Gods and Generals because JD is actually in Gods and Generals as a reenactor. And he was in that also. And then I brought our podcast logo and uh, season eight of Seinfeld because that's the season that he was in. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed to bring two things for people to sign. Okay. So we're in line talking to this couple and the girl says something about, oh, I wish we were allowed to video because he also voices this character, Blaze, and my nephew loves Blaze. 
And I was like, wait, we can't video. And she's like, yeah, it was on the website. You can't video. And that's I, that I did text you like, Hey, by the way, you're not getting a video. Yeah. Um, so then I'm kind of like sneaking side pictures as he came out. Well, I guess the event the night before had run really late and the other two guys that were supposed to be there with him were at that event. So they were delayed in coming in for the 9am. So it was just him. And so they were like, no photos, no photos. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so, so I didn't get my photo with him and I was all cute. Oh, I'm sorry. But JD went up and got his, you know, things autographed first and told him, you know, Hey, I was in, I was a reenactor in gods and generals, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so then I gave him the Seinfeld cassette or DVD cassette. That, there's my age. Um, uh, box first and he's like how about that and he's like well looky here or something like that i mean it was really cute i actually forget what he said um and he signed it and then i said so a friend and i have a general hospital fan podcast um here's you know this this board that we take whenever we get to meet people and he's like oh that's awesome let me see if i can figure out who's who and so we're going through, you know, who signed and everything. And then he yeah. finds a spot and signed at the bottom. And I, I got to talk to him for a minute and I did not struggle as badly as I thought I would. Well, that's good. That's good. I was so nervous for you. I seriously, I had that feeling that like as a mom, when you know your kid's going to go do something and you can't be there. And so you're just like happy, but sad that you're not there at the same time all morning. Because so I was like, I just want to see her see him because she's going to be so cute. I mean, we tried and it was hard. And I think because the other two guys weren't there, they just really needed to move the line along. Yeah. Um. Although the one guy was in his car on the way. So you'd think that they would actually try to slow it down a little bit what? so that, but I mean, it, it is what it is. I'm sorry. I know you hate that phrase, but Hey, this just means that we have to go see him another time. So that way I can get my picture with him. Right. Right. At least I didn't miss that. Exactly. Well, and that's, I felt so bad. Cause I'm like, if this wasn't Gettysburg. Right. Right. It, it, it would have been you, yes. but you know, that's where my husband proposed and all that stuff. So yeah, I, I will forgive you for making him the priority over me this one time. <laughs> but then, yeah, so we got to go see also um, Maxwell Caulfield. And I brought, again, JD brought Gettysburg and Gods and Generals. I brought Grease 2 and Empire Records. And we just talked a little bit about, he, he had the loveliest things to say about Michelle Pfeiffer. When I gave him Empire Records, he was like, did you see that internet cocktail commercial I did earlier this year? So April 8th is Rex Manning Day, and it's just a thing. Because the show, the movie was not that popular when it was in theaters, but then when it came out, it was huge. Okay. And have you ever seen it? No. <laughs> oh, it is so good. You have to see it. It is so good. It's a cult classic, though. So I remember my bus stop used to be at a video store pizza shop. And so I used to look at the poster every day and I was like, that looks like a fun movie. And I think that was middle school or high school. I forget. But anyway, so Ryan Reynolds has aviation gin. I guess in April he made a commercial showing and I have seen it. And so I thought it was just really cute that he was like, have you seen that? Aww. Because it has him making the cult classic cocktail and he has two people beside him and it's like they're not in a cult they're here of their own free will but they're gonna do this now <laughs> so it's it was really good and then we got to see a whole bunch of other um actors and uh went to the winery that 
we haven't gone to in a long time and just toured around where we got engaged is currently closed for they're basically trying to get the land as back to 1863 as they can oh that's cool so if woods have popped up since then they're taking them out if there were trees where there are none they're like replanting them like stuff like that so it's closed for land rehab land rehabilitation but yesterday was pouring down rain and we did uh, a tour bus which we had never done before and then yeah just spent some time in town and we literally just pulled in the driveway and he's unpacking the car right the second as we wrap up perfect it sounds like so i'm so glad you got to meet him me too and he's just as handsome in person (laughs) it was fun though good 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 yes all right so i guess that's it for this week but we have our 411 all about harmony is going to be this thursday nothing's gonna pop up and take over so i guess join us on thursday as we talk about harmony have a good week and we'll meet at the pier bye If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.